This episode is sponsored by Paleo Valley's pasture-raised chicken sticks. I'm super excited to share Paleo Valley's brand new pasture-raised chicken sticks. These chicken sticks are made from 100% pasture-raised chicken and organic spices that are preserved using natural fermentation rather than preservatives. So yes, no fake stuff or additives here. These chicken sticks are sourced from regenerative family farms raised on American pastures and each stick is free of chemicals, antibiotics, pesticides, and added hormones. Paleo Valley's chicken sticks are a perfect snack packed with 7 grams of protein and frankly, a great value without skimping on quality. Make sure to support this podcast and head over to paleovalley.com slash nwj and use code nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks again for listening and supporting this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Judy Cho and I'm board certified in holistic nutrition and I have a private practice where we focus on root cause healing and it often starts with the carnivore cures all meat elimination diet. Today is a solo episode where I am going to talk about how to handle or do SIRS on a budget. I know that not everyone can afford all the bells and whistles of chronic inflammatory response syndrome and all of the modalities to heal. And so maybe in this episode, you will find ways that you can support your healing journey so that you can find some relief with SIRS. Now, some of the recommendations are a lot of the do-it-yourself or the DIY stuff so that you can save costs with possibly meeting with doctors or other testing. But just know that SIRS is very complex. And sometimes even as a SIRS practitioner, I will run into hiccups where I may have to lean on a SIRS doctor or another SIRS expert and ask more nuanced questions. And they may not even know exactly, or they may have their own toolbox of what they've used. And then if I ask a different SIRS doctor, they may have their other toolbox of certain nuances that they may approach with this complex case. It's just, there's not always a one size fits all approach. I just want to make sure that these recommendations, if it's not working enough, You should not just try to DIY harder, but you should probably work with someone to get additional support. Okay, so the very first thing about a SIRS diagnosis is you want to use the vision test, the visual contrast sensitivity test, and the symptom clusters, which is the 13. You have to fall into eight. Even if you fall into six, it's something to consider. But the very first step that you want to consider is do the visual contrast test. It's about $15 online. If you fail that test and you fail the symptom clusters, meaning that you have at least eight of the 13, maybe even six for children, I think it's even less than that. They might have just one major symptom, but then you can consider that you likely have SIRS. I think it's a 98% chance that you have SIRS from there. So if finances are super, super tough, you might be able to bypass the blood work by doing just the vision test. If you want to just bypass the blood work again, you can assume that all of the blood work will look pretty wonky. Your inflammatory markers or the cytokine markers will be imbalanced. And I still then recommend doing a Hertz Me Too test, which is probably the lowest 
cost test that you can do. It's a Swiffer test or a vacuum test. And you, I think it's a little less than $200, but you can get a Hertz me score. It's some of the major fungal overgrowths that are hazardous to human health that Dr. Shoemaker found. So it's something that you can test. If that test result is high, then that means that your environment is likely not safe for you to be healing in or even living in. So let's say you did the vision test and you failed, you fall into most of the symptom clusters, and then you do the hurts me too. And the score looks bad. So now you know that you have to remediate your home. Maybe you don't have enough of the financials to do that for your home. Well, we have to do something still. That's where Dr. Pegg had mentioned creating a safe haven. Maybe you make one room. So maybe for me, it's this room. Maybe I cover up all the HVAC part of this room because maybe my HVAC is the area that's blowing in a lot of the mold. So maybe I never turn on the air in the house. Um, The other thing is I just seal off, make sure this room is super clean. I clean the walls and make sure that all the mold is just less in this room so that we are creating a safe haven. I still would recommend getting an air purifier because it's the smallest bang for your buck right now where you can clean this room. So because this room is smaller, I can clean this room, vacuum, make sure that this room doesn't have any water damage compared to maybe the other area of the home that has it that is causing the mold to be everywhere. I turn off the AC and then I have an air purifier in this room that will clean the air in this room and I spend most of my time just in this room. If that is not a possibility, the other options are Some people do the outdoor tent. I don't know how long that's feasible. And some people have sensitivities to VOC. So if your tent is made out of that plastic or polyester, that might be an issue, but that's an option. Some people rent RVs for a little bit um, or people create small homes, which I know these are not financially super sound. So the best bet is probably making a room or a safe haven in your place. Now, if you live in a small apartment or a studio, I know that could be a little bit more of a challenge. But these are ways that you can support your environment for now until you get the means to possibly remediate or move. Generally speaking, if you're living in a place that has a really bad hurts me Too score and anything above 10 is not ideal, especially if you're trying to heal from SIRS, if your scores, I I can't even give a number, but it really depends on maybe for 11 and 12, you can try doing the medications and see if you start moving the needle enough. But if you don't, it's probably that you need to remediate or clean your room or your clean your home better. If you're living in a rental, it may be beneficial to just leave the rental instead of even considering remediation. I have found that landlords aren't the most open to cleaning in a way or remediating in a way that will be super conducive for serves people to heal. So it's really your call with that and your financial situation if you're on in a contract, but it's something to consider. One other test that you can take, which is not diagnostic, but it's part of the SERS protocol is doing your Marcon's testing. I did an interview with Dr. Musto and I'll link it in the show notes. And if that is positive, that's also another indicator of possibly suffering from SERS. And you would also have to treat for that too. So that's another thing. If you don't want to do blood work, the things that you can consider is maybe the vision test and then doing Marcon's. And then if I don't know how you're going to get it, and I cannot recommend ways to get it, but if you can get the cheaper cholestyramine, which is a cholesterol reducing medication, but if you can get access to that, it's about $60, I think for a month's worth of the medication, you can always try it. Now, 
there's a lot of caution with that because if you are living in a moldy building and your body is just handling what's there and then you take this medication and it kind of releases a lot of the toxins in your system, you might have an adverse effect and then it makes the place that you're living a little less tolerable and so you can't even stay there. So I always think you should work with someone to even take the medication. I know there are people that just try it on their own, but there are just little nuances of possibly considering making sure you're eating enough fat, for example, making sure you have enough omegas so that your cell wall structure is strong enough to even take the binder, making sure your environment is clean enough. You have to do the safe haven first before you even consider the medication. You should never take the medication just in the environment as it is, because you may just have a Herxheimer reaction or a reaction of healing that is over and beyond the toxic load your body can handle. And then it can actually make you more sick and cause a bigger immune flare. And it's just not ideal. But from a financial perspective, if you're working with the doctor, maybe you just meet them less. If you get that medication, there is a cheaper version than the compounding version, but it has a little bit of food dyes. It has a little bit of the fake sugar, but if you could tolerate that, that is a more affordable version than the compounding version. That's just the medication and nothing else. So you can also consider that, and that would reduce your cost of medication. A lot of times, just the generic brand of cholestyramine or, or well call is covered by insurance, whereas the compounding version is not covered. Other things that I would recommend is doing more mind-body work. Our channel is talking more about therapy and mind-body balance and doing limbic work. The hypothalamus, the limbic system is all where SIRS gets really inflamed or activated. And so working on that area and just releasing or reducing your stressors or the perception of the way that you're viewing the world and your illness can also support the SIRS protocol. If you have trauma that you have never dealt with, or if you had past hurts that you have never dealt with, it's a good time to actually focus on that. And maybe it's even listening to a lot less wellness content. Sometimes being in the wellness space and hearing every single new thing you have to fear becomes super overwhelming. So focusing on things that are more about, I'm going to find maybe a doctor that I meet occasionally or work with the nutrition with Judy team. And then I am going to just focus on my healing. So I will look at nature, walk in nature, be in nature and heal rather than finding what is the next step? What is the next process of my SIRS journey so that you can really start healing instead of focusing on being the driver in the seat and getting overwhelmed by all this new content you have to understand and consume and all the new blood markers and all the new treatments. Instead, if you rely on someone else to do that in your care so that you can focus your mind on healing and not overly triggering your limbic system. My last thing I recommend, and one of the biggest things I recommend is the carnivore diet. SIRS is your inflammatory response or your immune system gone awry, or what Caitlin loves to say is it's unhinged. You have un inflammation unhinged in your body. So there are fires all over the place and your body is not able to quell them on your own. If you do a carnivore diet, it is the most anti-inflammatory diet that you can possibly do. So you have less noise from plant toxins and processed foods coming in your system, causing these micro doses of inflammation in your gut. And then to the rest of the body, the proteins leaking into your bloodstream, which when you have low MSH in a SIRS illness, you'll have leaky gut susceptibility much higher. So 
eating a carnivore diet and the meats that fit or that make sense or that make you feel your best is ideal so that you'll have more energy, a little less brain fog, and all the other things that get affected by SIRS can be reduced or alleviated to a certain extent by eating a diet that is nutrient dense, that will support you to have the raw materials to even support your body in healing. And then that there will be an overall less inflammatory response or immune response so that your immune system can focus on other things. It's why a lot of people start healing on carnivore, even when they initially have SIRS and then over time may not feel fully better and may have to go down the SIRS rabbit hole, eating a hundred percent strict carnivore, all meat diet would be advantageous when you are doing a SIRS protocol. We're also taking cholestyramine and Wellcol, which are cholesterol reducing binders. Having low cholesterol impacts so many things in your body in a negative way, and it can cause more depression and it could cause a lot more things. So eating a high fat carnivore diet is key while you're going through your SIRS journey. Okay, so to summarize, if you want to just bypass the blood work, which I struggle with because it helps you have a baseline of if you're healing, if in four months of taking the binder, and then you want to test again, you could see your markers of if you're healing or not. But if finances are truly an issue, go by the VCS, go by the symptom cluster, do a hurts me too for your home so that you get a basic understanding of what's going on just from a fungal overgrowth. Now, if there's bacteria, that's something you could focus on later. That's where you can troubleshoot if you're not healing enough with a decent hurts me too score. If your room is clean enough then maybe you will have to do further testing, but at least you could figure that out later. If you get the cholestyramine or the prescription, or you work with a doctor to get that prescription, then maybe you start with just the generic version, which is much cheaper. And then focus on mind-body work. Stop watching the news. Stop watching social media that's bringing you the next new thing you should buy or the next big thing you should be scared of. Instead, focus on healing and getting the mind right. And then finally, Eat a all meat carnivore diet rich in fats that will support your cells to be able to even tolerate cholestyramine, give you less brain frog, less inflammation, and less reactivity to your immune system, which I think everyone with SIRS should follow anyway. These are my recommendations for SIRS on a budget. And then as things don't work, that's where you'll have to rely more on the doctors and recommendations and just the tried and true approaches. It's just like carnivore. When you start carnivore, there's this foundational recommendation that everyone says. And then when things don't work, we pull nuances that work specifically for us. And in SIRS, it's the same thing. When these cheaper modalities don't work, you may have to bite the bullet and maybe you test certain markers. You'll work with some of the doctors that will meet you where you are in terms of finances and then test certain things. And then over time, maybe it's not just SIRS and maybe you have an active infection such as Lyme, and maybe you'll have to treat that as well. Essentially though, you can start with these bare basics and then go from there. If you can't afford the blood work, I do recommend it because it's such a great baseline to see where you are from day one of starting and then month six of where you are with the SIRS protocol. But if you want to bypass it, You'll have to work with the doctor to get the prescription medication anyway, but that will at least take care of the bulk of the shoemaker protocol. And then later when you want to get on VIP, you will need another doctor. Your general practitioner probably will not prescribe VIP. It's a polypeptide that is a little bit harder to get a prescription because there's not many needs for it. And then of course, if you have Marcon's, make sure to treat Marcon's. There's so many non-prescription type of nasal sprays that you can use for part of the Marcon's protocol. 
I think it is smart to work with someone that is shoemaker literate so that they can support you through the journey, even if you don't meet them all the time. The last thing I'll say is be very proactive about your home. We have water alarms under our plumbing now. We have humidifiers in our bathrooms to make sure the humidity is not going up too much. We now get our HVAC checked twice a year. We change our filters to make sure it can cover mold spores. And then we also have air purifiers in our rooms. I know all of that costs money. So you can start very little. A lot of times the mold will be in the HVAC unit or it seeps, water seeps in from not taking care of the structure of the home. So maybe your caulking is getting tattered. So you may have to just make sure that around the windows, around joints, around caulking areas that you just reseal those areas consistently. That will help with a lot of the water intrusion and water damage that is even causing SIRS to occur. And I have a whole playlist of all the SIRS interviews I've done throughout my podcast, and I will put that in the show notes as well. So you may want to also listen to all the free content from all the different SIRS doctors that have taken their time to share their expertise on this platform. Remember, if it gets to be too much or overwhelming, you don't want to listen to a lot of content because protecting your mind is so key in healing from SIRS. Our team does one-on-one. We have a ton of resources that we just give our clients and patients. We do blood work. We also have SIRS groups where we support with a lot of information. Um, Every step of the process, we have what we recommend so that even if you work with your general practitioner or a SIRS provider, that you have an extra opinion that you can always share. And we follow things by the Shoemaker protocol. I'll put all the information in the show notes. I hope that this was helpful in helping you understand how to navigate SIRS on a budget because no one should ever just give up because they don't have enough money or enough resources. Get crafty, get smart, but always try to get to root cause healing. Okay, guys, make sure to eat a lot of meat. Take care of your bodies because it is the only place you have to live. I will talk to you later. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and the Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.